Shabbos Daftas Vav, we're discussing the 80 Machloikasim between Bishama and Bishil, that Allah is like Bishama. Even though Bishil argued with Bishama in every single one, once they passed in Allah like Bishama, the following day Bishil agreed that they were right, Bishama was right. The 300 Machloikasim between Bishama and Bishil, but there are only three Machloikasim between the Rabbeim, Hillel, and Shammai themselves. The first one is how much dough does one have to make in order to be Chayiv and Afrash's Chala? According to Hillel, it's two kav. According to Shammai, one kav. They're machmer, even in a lesser amount. And according to Chachamim, it's one and a half kav. The Torah says, you bring chala on an oimer, which is asirisa eifa. It's one tenth of an eifa. An eifa is 432 eggs. A tenth of that is 43 eggs. How do you remember that? Chala. Ches, lamed, hey, 43. That's 18 kav. 18 kav is 432 eggs. A tenth of that is... Two kav. Now, how is a tenth of eighteen two kav? Well, because we're going milabar. In other words, in Gemara math, you take the final number, two plus the eighteen is twenty. Ten percent of that is two. Chachamim say, well, let's talk about Bishnu Bishamay for a second. They both agree it's two kav, but Bishamay say that the two kav is for two meals. So we're de- dealing with one meal. One meal is one kav, and chiyuchal is on one kav. Chachamim say. We don't go milabar, we go milagab. Do 10% of 18, which is 1.8. In addition to that, we're not talking about the shiurim of the midbar, we're talking about the shiurim of Yerushalayim, where they took 6 and made a 5. Later on, when they took, again, 6 and made a 5 in Tzipayri, the shiur changed again, and Rabbi Yossi said you have to add a little bit more, because the eggs were larger in the desert than they are now, and he added another 5%. Second machlekes is mikvah. A mikvah needs 40 saw of rainwater. Let's say you're trying to fill up a mikvah with rainwater, and then you decide, that's not on purpose, by the way, you decide to put in a little extra water from the sink. It makes the mikvah possible. But how much water do you need to introduce? According to Hillel, it's a hin. He used the word hin like his rebbe, like his rebbeim, which means 12 lugan. According to Shammai, it's 36 lugan. And here's an amazing thing. Chacham and Paskin, like two weavers that lived Next to Sharash, Rashi points out, weavers is the lowest profession possible. One cannot be a king or a king godel if he's a weaver. And the worst neighborhood in the world is Shara Ashboys. Yet, we paskin like these two weavers that testified in the name of Shmai Vaftalion that it's three log. Why? Because they learned Torah. And the third machlaikis is regarding a woman who sees dam. Any food that she touches becomes tameh. Dam takes time to emerge. Once it leaves the womb, she's tame. Yet Shammai says she's only metama from here on out. Even though she touched food 10 seconds ago, and it's impossible for the dam not to be metamer, no, dayun shatam, from here on out. Hill will say that it's mepkida lemkida. From the last time that she saw dam, in other words, from the last time she did a bdika, could be months ago, everything in between is tame. Every food she touched. And Chachamim come along, they say, depending. It's Me'es Le'es, 24 hours. But if she did a B'dika less than 24 hours, then we go to the B'dika. Whatever is less, the B'dika or Me'es Le'es. There's seemingly a fourth Machlekes. And that is, if a person brings a carbon ayantif, is he allowed to do smicha or not? Could he lean on the head with all his might? According to Hill, yes. According to Shammai, no. The reason why it's not included in the... Th- we only have three Machlekes, not four, is because this is a very old Machlekes. This is actually the first Machlekes in Klai Yisrael. And Shaman Hill just repeated the machlekes. There's another machlekes. Somebody who takes his grapes for wine, and some of the grapes leak 
wine or grape juice. Is that considered mashkim, a liquid, to make the grapes susceptible to Toma or not? According to Shammai, yes. According to Hillel, not. But since Hillel later on agreed to Shammai, this is not considered a machlaikis. The Gemara just tells us there was three stages when it comes to dirt that comes from chutzlars. We, As we mentioned the other day, dirt that comes from chutzlars, since the Gayim don't mark the graves, it's possible that in the dirt there's fragments of bones and therefore it's matama. So there's three stages. Yois ben Yoezer and Yois ben Yoichanan, the first Zug, they made the first stage. And they said that if that dirt touches truma, you cannot eat the truma. You don't have to burn it, but you can't eat it. It's called toilem. And the ear space, they didn't do any kind of xeri at all. Now you cannot say that they said that you have to burn it, because the only thing that was burnt right away is something that was truma that was touched by somebody that had hands that weren't clean. Later on, the Rabbanim of Shemayim Shana, meaning 80 years before the Churban Abayis, they added. And they said that ear, the ear space is also toilem. It also has tuma. You don't have to burn it, but it's tummy, you can't eat the truma. And later on in Usha, one of the six xeris that they made in Usha was that the dirt from chutzlars that touches truma, you must burn the truma. But the ear space remained the same, you just toilem. Rabbi Yaisi said that 180 years before the Churban Abayis Shani, the Romans came in, they started to conquer. And 80 years beforehand, that's when the Rabbanon of Usha, the Rabbanon of, of, of the Rabbanon of 80, which they called, they said the Tuma, and they said what we said before. And they were guys are also on, on glassware. 40 years before the Churban, the Sanhedrin moved from Lushka Sagazes to Chanuyas, and they stopped doing capital punishment. The way it went, there was four generations, a hundred years before Churban Abayis, it went Hillel, Shimon, and then Rib Gamliel, and Rib Shimon. In Usha, there was six Sveikos. We have Besapras, that means, according to Rashi, if there's a grave that's in a field and we don't know where the grave is, so any truma that touches that field has to be burned. We, as we discussed, the second thing is dirt from chutzlaretz. Third thing is clothing of an amaretz that his wife Nida might have sat on them. And it was metamba b'medris. If you find a clean the street, you have to assume it's tommy. Sometimes tommy touched it. If you touch food, fruit, to spittle, you have to assume that it came from a zav, and you have to burn the truma. And finally, may reglai. Rabbi Yossi says that you burn this Truma in Rosh even if you're not sure that you touched it, even though it's a Sfex Veka. Let's say it came, you're not sure if it's, if it, it came from a Chutzlar, so you're not sure if there's a bone in there, and you're not sure if you touched it, double Sveikas, since it's in Rosh you burn it. Chacham say in Rosh you don't eat it, you don't burn it. And in Rosh it's Tahar, because Suffolk Tum of Rosh is Tahar. Now, why did they make Xera on glassware? Because glassware is created from sand, and sand is similar to what we create earthenware from. If so, how can you put glass in a mikvah and be metair? The answer is, you can't. The only time you put glass in a mikvah is if it has a hole in it and you fill the hole with lead. Now we're looking at a kli that's made out of lead. Like Rameir says, anytime you have a maimed, something that makes the kli function, over here it is the lead, then the whole kli turns into lead, and therefore that's the only time you put such a glass in the mikvah. Have a wonderful day.